Hey everybody, it's Rebecca with Dollars and Cents with Clinch Powell. I'm here today with Elizabeth Grisham. We know her as Liz. She is one of our co-workers here at Clinch Powell and super excited to have you here today, Liz. We're really grateful. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're really grateful that you took the time to be with us. And Stace is remote today. So hey, Stace. Hello. Good morning. Hey, hey, good morning. Um, so we're really excited uh, about this episode for a couple of reasons. Uh, it's July now. We got through Home Ownership Month, with, month which was phenomenal. Uh, we had some really great events. We had some homeowners closed on their homes. We helped lots of people. Um, and so now we want to kind of get back to it and remind people now about a couple of things, right? But first, Liz, I wanted to find out, so how long have you been with Clinch Powell and how in the world did you end up here? <laughs> so I have been with Clinch Powell actually 11 years in May. Um, I began as an AmeriCorps member, so I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how familiar everyone is with that, but um, I graduated from Lincoln Memorial University in 2012 with my Uh, degree in social work. Mm -hmm. And I was doing an internship at another nonprofit organization over in Hamlin County, which is Morristown area. And uh, the executive director there heard about this AmeriCorps position, thought it would be a good fit for me. I am from this area originally. I was born and raised in Granger County, which is where our primary office is located. And so it just did seem like a really good opportunity, a a place for me to kind of serve and get into some of the social service work that I wanted to do in my hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, At that point, I wasn't sure that it would be a long-term thing, but um, very quickly determined that this is probably where I was going to be. So I did a few terms with AmeriCorps and then became a full staff member. And here I am. Here she is. (laughs) You a HUD certified housing counselor? I am. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am HUD certified. I began um, my work with Clinch Powell primarily in the foreclosure prevention area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did get, uh, and of course, we you know ended up doing pre-purchase, home buyer education, lots of things throughout that. Um, and I did become certified the first year that the certifica- certification was available in 2013. And I'd like to just interject on this. That HUD certification is a big deal. It is not for the faint of heart. The test is extremely difficult. It is fully proctored. So when those of us who are HUD certified say that we are HUD certified housing counselor, that's more than just saying, hey, we can help you buy a house. Mm -hmm. That's saying that we can help you with a whole breadth of, of sort of taking you on a journey from the beginning to becoming a homeowner and even past becoming a homeowner. So Definitely kudos, especially passing it that first year, because that test was a beast. We are a HUD uh, counseling agency. And what that means is the people who do the work that you do, right, that her, the counselors are certified. They don't just, we don't just pick anybody off the street. They have to go through a stringent exam. So that gives us credibility here at Clinch Powell to do the work. So so what do you think, Liz, is like this time of year, it's July, folks are thinking about going back to school, things they're thinking about how am I going to feed my kids the rest of the summer because, you know, children eat us out of house and home. So yes. what, what, what do you think right now is some of the best things that someone, whether they're a homeowner or not, mm-hmm. like what, what are some of the best things that folks, working families could be doing this time of year to prepare for a successful school year? Okay. Yeah, that's a great question. I do have two kids of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a college student and an upcoming senior in high school. So, uh, and yes, kids do eat a lot. So groceries, um, those kinds of expenses are definitely something you want to think about as well as school supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
activities. My son's going to be a senior. So, I mean, that's a whole extra layer of expenses. Um, so lots of different things to think about. I think right now, um, the most important thing, I want to back up a little bit. Now, we're going to talk about what you can do right now, but I do think it's important to think ahead. So, you know, if you've got kids in school, you know, thinking a few months in advance or kind of looking at what things have cost you in the future, in the past mm -hmm. to kind of reflect on what you might need for the upcoming of, uh, school year is a way to do that. But if you're, if you're just now thinking, oh gosh, well, I haven't really thought about a budget. Um, there's a lot of things that are coming up to help families. Yeah. Um, just some, some like this weekend, I believe is tax-free weekend, um, school supplies, clothes, um, equipment. I think computers and things are all included in that. And also for the entire month of August uh, in the state of Tennessee, food will be tax-free. Mm -hmm. So that is a, another way to really save. But also you can look at a number of community resources. So during this time, you know, lots mm -hmm. of churches, organizations, and communities offer um, events where they give school supplies. Mm -hmm. Um lots of opportunity to to get the free school supplies but, yeah. or discounted school supplies. Um, and also, you know, you don't always have to have, it's easy to think you want to have everything the moment, the first day of school, which it is good to be prepared. Mm -hmm. um, but in my experience as a mom and as a counselor, um, I, I've kind of learned a lot of times the list, they give you the list, tell you what you need. Mm -hmm. And you'll need those things sometimes initially, um, you definitely want the kids to show up the first day of school with a notebook and some pencils and things. Mm -hmm. But you once you get into the school system or into the school year that after that first couple of days, yeah. sometimes you'll find that some of those things um, might be needed a little bit later mm -hmm. in the in the year. Right. So if you are worried about a large sum of money being spent up front, um, you know, get the basics then get the real deal from the teacher, or you could even email your school, uh, your child's teacher and say, Hey, you know, this is, um, these are the things I see we need on the list. Am I going to need all this the first day? So you can break those expenses up over several pay periods or, you know, kind of save up for those things if you haven't already planned for them. So that's just some quick, quick yeah. and dirty tips. Right. Um, and the schools often have resources as well. Absolutely. And I think that you hit, hit it right there is communication, you know, mm -hmm. communicating with the teacher, finding out, really what what the real deal is mm -hmm. and so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. Something that I see when folks are looking to buy a home mm -hmm. is there are some budgeting cycles, mm -hmm. I like to call them. Mm -hmm. So it's, okay, we're getting ready for, for school to start. So I don't have enough money to get my kids to be able to buy school clothes. So I'm going to go and I'm going to go to the buy here, pay here, quick cash place, and I'm going to get a loan and then I'm going to pay it off in a couple months. And then it becomes Christmas time. So they extend it, they refinance it, get more money while paying off with my income tax. Income tax season comes, they pay it off, trashes their credit. People don't realize this because you're not growing your length of debt. Mm -hmm. And then the cycle begins again. Well, it's spring. We're going to go on vacation. I'll take another loan. I'm going to refinance it for the fair coming up. I'm going to refinance it. I'm going to refinance it. I'm going to refinance it. And, and this hole is created. Yes. So Liz, my question to you is what can we do to get ourselves out of that cycle? Well, I think number one, you have to plan. I mean, and you, 
you have to plan ahead for these things. And I, I like to tell folks that I work with, holidays are no surprise. You know, I see the same thing with, you know, if you mentioned Christmas. Yeah. Um, Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate is not a surprise line item budget. So you have to plan ahead. Um, and I've kind of learned, again, you, you generally spend, you know, you have an idea of what you're going to spend or what you have spent, mm-hmm. set a budget. Um, the Christmas, uh, the, the Christmas clubs that they offer at banks, you can do that yourself. You yeah. can, it's, you know, we call it a sinking fund or uh, you can, you can put a little bit of money back each month of the year towards those things. Same thing with school costs vacation, Mm -hmm. you know, but if you're currently in that cycle, uh, the best thing that you can do is look at your budget. You have the, the first step is to know what's coming in and what's going out. And then you can take a look at where can you make cuts because unfortunately, if you're in that situation, the initial process, it's going to be a little tough. You'll have to make a few sacrifices Getting assistance, if you're really in a tough situation like that, from resources to help with the school clothes and that sort of thing um, can be beneficial. But in the end, you have to be able to get those debts paid off. Now, you can reach out to an organization like ours or, or some other organization in your area that can potentially help you with some of that, either on the budgeting end or even possibly, you know, funds to um, assist with paying those down. Um Either way, it's a tough choice. You have to make some tough choices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to have to give up something in order to be able to pay this off. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's not always, and I may be speaking out of purview, there's not always a lot of um, just handouts to help you pay off fast cash or yeah. high cost, you know, debt. Um but you might look at a, applying for another assistance program, which would alleviate another utility, like a bill or something that you have. And then, but the important part is if you're going to do that, to realign that money, reallocate that money to pay off the debt that's causing the burden. And so the biggest way, you know, is to plan ahead and avoid that altogether. But if you're mm-hmm. stuck in the cycle, you can work with a counseling agency, work with one of us, we can help you to evaluate your spending. Um, you know, we try not to tell you where to make your cuts, your money, you know, you can only prioritize what your spending is, um, but we can show you, I think our, my co-counselor likes to call it the leaks in the boat in your budget. <laughs> so, you know, where, where, where are you sinking a little bit and we can work with you to find ways um, to, to make those cuts and getting out from under that high interest debt is so freeing. It can take a little time. It can take a few months sometimes to work those payments down. If you can't find a, an instant, okay, cut this out and pay this. Um, but getting out from under that is is so freeing. Yeah. And, yeah. It was it's tough. I mm-hmm. I lived it. Um I was in that that cycle. It was like a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a single mom, I wasn't budgeting my money well at all. And I had to in the summertime I would send because I lived in Ohio and I would send my children to my mom's for five weeks every summer. Mm -hmm. And the way I got out of it, I was in it for about three years. Mm -hmm. It was tough. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the way I got out of it is when they were gone, I didn't eat. Mm -hmm. Like basically I paid it off and I sacrificed. I didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. I didn't really eat. I mean, I had bologna, you know, stuff like that, but I needed y'all like 20 years ago. (laughs) Well, 20 years ago, you know, and because you feel, I felt so isolated. I felt alone. Mm -hmm. I felt like 
everyone would judge me if I went to ask. So I just buckled down mm -hmm. and I said, you know what? I'm getting my paycheck. I'm paying this stuff off. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just going to have to sacrifice for the, uh, until the next paycheck. Mm -hmm. And that's how I broke the cycle. Yeah. But you're right. It's absolutely freeing mm -hmm. because that is, that is something when you're, when you have a debt and that interest rates, what, 125% or something crazy I've like that? I've seen them as high as three, over 300%. 300%. Yeah. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it is smothering. It is, it, it's just, mm -hmm. it's tough. Yeah, so. and you. I, do, I think one of the. I think one of the things, sorry, Liz. I think one of the things that I see a lot is we are so instantaneous right now with our purchases for like streaming services, mm -hmm. and you know you don't realize all the add-ons maybe on your cell phone, and we don't look at those bills closely enough. Yeah. Um, I know I had a situation just this week where I looked at my my medical bill, my hospital bill that I had. And I realized that the insurance didn't pay it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so making, you know, being cognizant and knowing that these bills are there and saying, I need to call them and find out what happened. It was a coding issue. Mm -hmm. So got that resolved. So it could be, you know, it could be fixed. Mm -hmm. I think we don't do that so much anymore. Where in the past, you know, I know my parents, my grandparents, I mean, they fine lined every bill that they had, like they knew where their money was, mm -hmm. but we're in this plastic mentality yes. that it's just so easy to click and move on. Mm -hmm. So being able as, as Liz says to, to plug the holes in the boats. And that's one of my favorite analogies. I love it. Mm -hmm. having somebody else be able to look at your bank statements, to look at those bills and say, Hey, what, what exactly is this? Yeah. You might be surprised. And one of the things that I do is about every six months, I will actually call people like my utilities. I'll call my cell phone service and say, Hey, I've been a good customer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got all these specials for all the newbies, yeah. what you got to throw my way. <laughs> and you would be surprised the discounts that you can get. And then again, reallocate your budget. Yeah. to be able to plug those holes and then maybe have some some extra money for savings or for those little incidentals that we know keep coming up. And I did want to re I I wanted to reiterate too that's what I was going to say a moment ago is you know I talk about a lot of assistance programs cuz I have a social worker mentality mm -hmm. I, you know that's I'm like resources resources and I love resources but not everyone who has these financial issues can qualify. I mean yeah. you don't have Financial issues aren't just a, a, a low, they all walks of life, That's you know, right. all walks of life. Right. And one of the things that, one of the first things that we teach, whether it be in a one-on-one -on -one counseling session, a, a class that we teach, a webinar, it's always the not knowing what you were talking, you know, talking about. You have to know what's there. You have to advocate for yourself mm -hmm. um, and be aware of what's going on. And the most common uh, when we do budget to actual, you know, like we we do an evaluation of spending for our clients that we work one on one with, and the two most common like leaks in the boat that I do find are streaming, like automatic payments oh, yeah. that come out, mm -hmm. and then of course eating out. A lot of people don't realize, you know, oh well, I spend about fifty dollars a month eating out, but they don't think about the Coke and the candy bar, mm -hmm. the biscuit and the coffee, um, you know, and when you get a real in depth analysis that third set of eyes, that outside objective party looking, you can really see. And a lot of folks will be like, I can't believe I actually spent that much. I'm yeah. surprised. Or yeah. online gaming. Kids, a lot of kids, I see kids, their parents don't realize that their kids are just, you know, 
free reign on the apps, buying games and stuff. And it's like, you got 40 bucks right there. I mean, there's, you know, there's a water bill (laughs) or a new outfit for school. (laughs) Exactly. But I think, I think that's the whole thing is, is about really knowing what you're working with Mm -hmm. and then, and then having the foresight to say, you know what, I've got to do something different. Mm -hmm. And that's, for me, I, I just didn't. I just was like, I'm making good money. I was just, it was insane. And now, you know, as I've said in other episodes, like now to sit back and look, it's like, you know, I wish I would have just taken those budgeting classes. Yeah. I could have saved my credit. I could have saved my heart, you know, my heartache and all that just by not, because I was proud. I was too proud mm-hmm. is what it was, you know? And no one, I was like, I've got this, you know, I can handle this. I've got a college degree and, you know, all this stuff, but I really needed that assistance. Mm-hmm. But Liz, I wanted to jump back a little bit. Where can people go to get these resources? You're talking about resources. So where would you suggest people go to find free school supplies or mm-hmm. maybe free clothes or something like that? Yeah. So, um, and generally uh, a lot of, a lot of, religious church oriented organizations will do this during this time of year mm-hmm. um just depending on your county and your region again a lot of schools will have um actual events where they do backpacks free backpacks full of supplies and yeah. um that sort of thing so i would suggest um if you know just depending on where you are go to your social media take a look at um various organizations in your area so i know here in our area, you know, there's, uh, I know this, there's a lot of listeners all over the place around mm-hmm. here, but you know, a lot of the, the social stuff. So there's a, a, like a food on foot group churches, the, the local Baptist association, mm-hmm. um, a lot of organizations that provide. So the places that provide you often might find commodities, like where they, those kinds of places where they're already doing things in the community regularly, right. Often will provide those. So mm-hmm. you can you can Google. They generally put this stuff on social media, mm-hmm. on their websites. Um, just do a Google search with school supplies in your area, and it should pull up anything. Of course, you want to go look at the website, make sure it's legitimate. But and and most school districts will have a representative that works for the school district. That if you are in a hardship situation, they can give you the school supplies. They have clothes. They have shoes. I know here in Cumberland County, where I'm based out of. Our school district has a wealth of, 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 you know, free, free stuff that is, um, it's amazing. And they also, if you have any kind of toiletries, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going on a trip and you take all the free soaps and stuff. Mm -hmm. I know at Cumberland County, uh, I like to donate mine to the school district there because they actually have little care package, little care creative uh, baggies that they'll put at the schools. Mm-hmm. So if the kids need any kind of hygienic, you know, kind of products, toothbrushes, toothpaste, those are all available as well. So it's really good is exactly what Liz is saying to look at your social media and, and it's hard to ask, mm-hmm. right? It's hard to ask, but those things are there because they're needed. Mm-hmm. So if they're not being used, they're going to sit on a shelf and a child is going to do without yeah. And that's not what anyone wants to see. Yeah. And I would also give the heads up too, when it comes to Christmas, a lot of families completely decimate themselves yes. with purchasing for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I would ever tell a parent to do is, is to not. Okay. Because I know, I know as a parent, you know, 
you want your child to know the magic of Christmas, right? And, and to be able to wake up on Christmas morning and there's gifts there. But there are organizations that usually will start taking names and they cross-reference with different social services groups. So if you're on one of those lists, your child is going to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's so important to sign up and to sign up early and make sure that you follow those steps. Mm -hmm. Because again, those resources are there Mm -hmm. And they can help you and your family's budget so that you're not getting into a deeper hole so that you were actually seeing the light of day. So right. take advantage of them. There, there's some great organizations and they're doing amazing work. Yes, absolutely. And here's, here's a tip. This is what I did as a single mom. I would get my daughters two gifts each that were reasonable for Christmas day. And then I would go hit all the bargains after Christmas because everything was like 75% off. Yeah. And so then I would allocate, you know, mm -hmm. something reasonable, maybe $200 per child. And they just, they got to buy clothes and goodies and everything was discounted. So I saved hundreds of dollars by just explaining to them the situation, right? Because I was very real with my children about the situation. So, okay, girls, you'll have these on Christmas day, but we're going to go shopping three days later when everything's burned down. And they loved it yeah. and they were understanding and they were probably six and 10, something like that. So, yeah. yeah. Now I have a lot of kids. At one point I had seven in my household. We Ooh. have 16, we have 17 children total. I had seven was the most at one time yeah. because, you know, aged out and blah, blah, blah. But one of the things that I got into when I had this all of a sudden very large family was I became a couponer. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not one of the people that hoards mustard. Like, you're not going to find a pantry with like 500 boxes of mustard. I don't do that. I don't think that that's a smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do shop with coupons every week. I look forward to it when my girls were still in the home. They're, they're gone now. When my girls were home, they really got into it. Because they like to coupon for the hair products and the makeup and the things that they liked. Mm -hmm. So they had their allowance and they knew that by couponing and finding the different things on sale, again, they could maximize their budget. So if you ever have thought about how can I cut my food budget down, coupons even work if you have SNAP benefits. You can still use coupons and make that, that food dollar really, really stretch. Mm -hmm. Also, your paper supplies, all of those kind of things, your hygienic supplies, great coupons. There are a couple great sites. Um, my favorite is the Crazy Coupon Lady, crazycouponladies.com okay. with a K. And also Southern Savers is really good. It'll teach you how to do it. And it's a great resource, again, for reining in those expenses that you can control. Right. We can't control really, you know, what our car payment is or, you know, what our insurance bill is but we can control the food and the hygienic and the paper products. And that's a big place where you can save some money. And two, you know, and just looking at practical tips, one of the things that I do or I have learned to do because I am terrible about, oh, I'm pretty sure I need oregano and I've got six oreganos in my pantry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the things that I do is a, at least once a month, maybe every six weeks. And I keep a, a list on my, refrigerator, little magnetic notepad. I do an inventory yeah. to make sure what I need and what I'm about to run out of. And then you make a list shopping with a list. It's so simple. And sometimes it's, you know, it's a little time consuming to make a list, but it really does make a big difference. I can't think of all the times that I have wasted money. It's not really a waste in the long run if it's not something that's perishable because you're yeah. going to use it eventually. But right. 
I could have taken that $3 that I spent on that spice and put it on, you know, some toilet paper or something exactly. else I needed. <laughs> so exactly. uh, inventory and, and shopping lists. Yeah. Um, and I would even add to add to that. I used to, um, in a former life, taught a customer service class and we talked about budgeting is if you make your menu for the week or two weeks, however much you have to buy mm -hmm. and only buy and make your list off of your menu. Mm -hmm. So then you're only buying yeah. for your menu, yeah. you know, because a lot of times we get the snacks and we throw this extra and, you know, it's not on our list. Oh, yeah. But your point is well taken. Inventory, menu, yes. shopping list and coupons, right? And, <laughs> and menu planning doesn't have, so listen, I'm a little bit of a chaotic person. I'm a disorganized. I really am. So, but, and I used to think, oh, I want to be, a, I want to be a meal planner. And it mm -hmm. is good. And if you have that skill, oh my gosh, rock on. But you don't have to have to be able to do that, even mm -hmm. if you're someone whose mind doesn't work that way, because I get it, mm -hmm. um, you don't have to have like every detailed yeah. meal planned out. Now, it's great if you can do that. I've tried to do that. Wish mm -hmm. I could do it more. Um, but if you have an idea of yeah. how many meals you're probably going to cook over the next between pay periods, week, two weeks, however, mm -hmm. and roughly what you normally use, what we, we eat the same things a lot. I mean, you may want to do something special, but you're probably going to have spaghetti, hamburgers, tacos, whatever. I mean, you know, whatever that is that you do regularly, yeah. mm -hmm. then you can have an idea. I mean, the meal planning doesn't have to be in-depth. Is no. what I'm saying. It doesn't. It can be helpful to have an overview, know what your ingredients are and what you need. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to eat this for breakfast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. Whatever, so. And I think this goes back to exactly what Liz is saying. Mm -hmm. It's knowing, it's planning, it's preparing, and then you can get to the next level because it's that that definition of insanity is doing the same things that you've always done. And the other thing that I hear is, well, you know, I don't have any money to save after all my bills come out. And I had to rethink myself in this. Uh, one of the traps that I get into, I'm originally from Seattle. If you know anything about Seattle and you know nothing else, you know, Seattle is a coffee town. We are, you know, latte central. So it basically runs in my veins that I want my latte because that's what I know is my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So when the latte stands opened up in my area, I was finding myself there twice a day, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't think about it again, because going back to that impulsive plastic society that we live in, mm -hmm. it was just easy for me to hand my debit card and go. Yeah. And I kept thinking, man, I'm, just, I'm spending a lot. And one day, one of the girls at the coffee bar said, well, you know, why don't you use the app? You're in here a lot. And I got app, blah, app, schlap. She said, no, because you can get free drinks. Yeah. Nice. And I heard free and my antenna kind of went up. So I got into the habit of, okay, I'm going to use the app. Being the app made me consciously think about how much I was adding. Mm -hmm. So I decided I was going to try a little trick. And I decided every payday, twice a month, I would put $25 on my, on my app. That was my treat. Uh -huh. So that's what I do. That's how I started, I should say. Now, because I'm so conscious about that, I probably reload my app once every two months because I just don't go as much. Yeah. Because it now has a dollar meaning to me yeah. versus being a blind because, you know, 25 bucks is not even five drinks mm -hmm. with the drink that I have. If it has less than seven words in it, it's not a coffee drink to me. <laughs> so, so for me, you know, my drink's over $6. Yeah. But by cutting that down, 
to now $25 may last me two months. Mm -hmm. I'm very conscious about my consumerism. And I think that that is the biggest thing when we're looking at budgets, it's a scary word. You know, some people look at the word budget as a four letter word. Budget is not a four letter word. Budget is taking control. Yes, it is. And when we take control, when we understand the rules of the game, we can win, whether it's budgeting, whether it's credit, whether it's buying a home, you have to know the rules before you can win at the game. Yeah. And that's why I really appreciate the work that our staff like Liz does every single day as a HUD certified housing counselor. Mm -hmm. We don't do the work for you. We give you the tools but it's up to you to decide which tools work for you. Right. And I think that that is so empowering to be able to take it back, take control back of my financial life, take control back of my spending. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, huge thing. And I'll tell you, when I go to the store, the first thing I do when I get out there with my loan receipt is I call my husband and I brag about how much I saved. It's, yeah, I do the same thing. It's, it's, it's huge. It it's is. really a big deal. And I just really appreciate the work that you do, Liz. Yes, we do. We appreciate you very much, Liz. Do, anything else you want to share before we wrap this up? Um, no, I think, you know, just bottom line, like, like Stace said, you know, find something that works for you. It's not a one size fits all. There are some basic practices that are really across the board that, you know, you need to incorporate, know what's coming in, know what's going out. Um, not sticking your, you know, I think most people just don't stick their, they just stick their head in their, the sand and Absolutely. they try not to think about it. Don't do that. Be aware, be conscious. Well, you know, we, we, we're very conscious of what we eat. And well, some people, you know, there's a trend, you know, <laughs> eat, exercise, do all those healthy things, but financial health is really important too. It's important for your mental health. It is. Uh, financial stress is, it, I mean, it'll kill you. It'll they say that's the number one cause of uh, marriages breaking up yes. is the finances. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. And we want y'all to stay together, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's some great tools. There's some great online tools. One of my favorite budgeting tools is powerpay.org. It uh-huh. is a free, it is a free, it's a, it's a free online um, budgeting app. And what's really cool about powerpay.org, why I like it is that it's instantaneous. So you can do it right there on your phone. Hmm. It is, like I said, I'm going to say this again. It is free. There are a lot of budget apps that are not free. Hmm. Powerpay.org is. But one of the cool things about Powerpay is you can put all your debts on it. Hmm. All those monthly, you know, car payments, credit cards, hmm. put the interest, put the payment, and then say, you know what, what if I just have $5 extra a month? Hmm. And I paid that down. Where is the best place for me to pay it? It will walk you through it. You put that $5, it'll reallocate those debts so that you can pay those debts out, cut that interest out much, much quicker. You know, if you pay, if you have a 30 year mortgage and you pay just one extra principal payment a year, you're going to cut that loan down to about 26 years, Mm -hmm. but you double the equity in the first 10 years, double your equity in the first 10 years. It's hard to do. One of my tricks is I take my income tax refund. Mm-hmm. which I figure is fun money. And I make that extra principal payment because I'm not budgeting that money. Yeah. So there's some really, really cool tricks that you can do. And these tools are available. And I know Liz, I'm sure you've got a bunch more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But PowerPay is one of my favorites as well. I refer because it is free and not only is it free, it's very practical. So I, I do actually refer that one um, to my clients a lot because 
Yeah, it is. Most of them cost some money. Yeah, now, you can do spreadsheets and keep notebooks, and uh, some people like to do things by hand. Some people like to be digital. Again, you got to make it work for you. But but PowerPay is the primary one that I recommend as well. So I'm glad you said that. Actually, Good the time. other thing too, just final thought: you got to have a vision. Um, it's easy to get discouraged in anything that you're doing. And you, we, were, we started this conversation by talking about cycles. Um, cycles are easy to get caught up in, but you know, just like Rebecca was talking, if you if you can have a vision of where you want to be, yeah, then you can start the path in that direction. You got to start somewhere, and it's one step at a time. Yes, you know, and it can be overwhelming, but take that first step. So speaking of steps, how do they get in touch with us? How do they get in touch with us, Liz? So they can, if they're ready to take that step and talk to someone about budgeting, financial wellness, financial health, where do yeah. they do? Where do they go? So uh, you can get in touch with us multiple ways. So okay. uh, you can call us 865-828-5927. Um, if you're old school and want to pick up a telephone, <laughs> um, you can reach us on our website. All of our applications and information about our programs are listed on our website, clinchpal.net. Um, you can search by categories like housing, uh, you know, different things, but there's also a link for forms, um, quick links, mm -hmm. and you can actually just complete our intake online. Mm -hmm. um, you can contact us on Facebook or any of our social media, Instagram. Yeah. Um, we have LinkedIn, Twitter, all sorts all of them. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so reach out to us on Facebook. Um, you can email info at clinchpal.net or you can email me directly. It's elizabeth at clinchpal.net, E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H at clinchpal.net. Uh, elizabeth with a Z. So yeah, you can get us a lot of different ways. Yeah. And these services are free. They are free. F-R-E-E. -E. That's my favorite four-letter word. It's free. Mine too. <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all listening. Liz, we appreciate you and all your wealth and knowledge. You're amazing. We're so glad that you're here with us. And we love the way your mind works. <laughs> and she is amazing, y'all. So you definitely want to come and sit down with her. Uh, it's totally confidential. It's totally free. We're not going to talk about your business. And, uh, you know, trust me, we've all been there. So we appreciate y'all. And we will see you next time. See Bye. You.